0: Welcome to the Awake Warrior Podcast, where we share information to unleash your creativity, productivity, and clarity to help you win in life using powerful time-tested techniques for the modern working warrior. Here is your host, David Lawson. Welcome to this month's edition of the Awake Warrior podcast. I'm happy to be here. This is a topic that affects so many of us these days, Uh, sleep, including myself. I have two huge dogs and especially this time of the year when the raccoons are out and the babies are coming out and they're making their uh, sort of high-pitched noises in the middle of the night, one of our dogs always seems to hear that and start barking. And it's usually between two and four and wakes me up. So I have some, uh, my own sort of issues with insomnia with the two big dogs. And then, and other times earlier in my life, earlier in my career, when I was not dealing with stress in the best, uh, productive ways, I had some insomnia. So I'm not an expert on insomnia, but I can share what has worked for me. And one of my clients approached me recently, um, to do some coaching and, he had some uh, insomnia stuff going on as well. So I shared with me, uh, shared with him what worked for me and that seemed to really help him. So I'll try and do the same today. Um, sleep is such an important, um, part of our life. We, we spend, you know, eight to 10 hours a, a day sleeping or in a 24 hour cycle sleeping. And some of us don't get the full eight hours. It seems, Uh, Now, I just pulled up a a stat from Statistics Canada that showed about 40% of men and 48% of women do not consistently have a refreshing night's sleep. So it's a huge, huge challenge for many of us. Um, And you really need to have a good night's sleep to have a good, solid, um, refreshing, productive day if you want to be productive and active. Most of us don't feel great after we don't get at least seven hours of sleep, at least for me. Some people are lucky, um, but most of us need seven to nine hours of sleep. And, and it's really important to have a healthy lifestyle. They're even showing, um, I just pulled up some stats from the American College of Cardiology that shows that poor sleep patterns um, cause about 8% of deaths. And it places people at a higher risk for heart attacks, early death, along with cognitive de- decline, dementia, diabetes, high blood pressure, obesity, depression and other chronic health additions. So there's new research coming out daily that's showing us all how important it is to have a great night's sleep. So here's what's worked for me if you're driving, you're listening to this and you don't have time to read this um this these sleep hacks might help you and this is what's worked for me. This is not coming from like chat igbt or whatever. This is real sleep hacks that work. At least they have in my life and hopefully some of these resonate with you. Maybe you'll try a few of them or all of them, whatever. Um, So the first thing I like to do uh, with with people, um, and this, this also helps for other areas of their life, not just sleep, but grab a pen and paper, find a pen and paper and take some time, find a place where you can sit quietly with no distractions and answer these questions as honestly as you can. And I'll get to the reason why once we get through them. But to start, ask yourself, do you like what you're doing with your time or in your in your work? Are you really enjoying it? Um, and that's kind of important because you spend so much time doing uh, the doing part of your day. And that really does affect your sleep. And I'll, I'll get to that. Um, st- stay with me here. Um, also, are you in a loving, supporting relationship? Many people are in relationships that are not. Um, not supportive or not working for them anymore, and they just stay in them for many different reasons. So that's a really good question. And the next one, um, do you have any emotions that you need to work work with or addictions that are no longer serving you? Usually those those go hand in hand. So if you have emotions that you're not looking at or any pain or suffering from your childhood, which many people have, most of us have, um, you're usually using an addiction to get out of that pain. So be honest with yourself, take an inventory of what emotions you may or may not want to face and what addictions do you have that, um, that are no longer serving you. I mean, many of the substances we think calm us down like, um, alcohol and cannabis and nicotine and things like that, they actually cause more stimulation, um, to our minds and our bodies, especially in the middle of the night. So they may calm you down at that time you're, you're using them, but later on there, they are stimulants that, and, um, additives that are in them do not bode well for a restful deep sleep. Um, so another one, are you holding on to any, any sort of anger or, or is there anyone in your life that you could, that you could forgive? Um, even, even though you don't think that affects us subconsciously holding onto those things is going to be a detriment to having a deep, deep restful sleep. And what about during the day? Is there anything that's causing you stress during the day that you can eliminate? Maybe too much screen time or too much social media or anything that, that causes you stress. So those are really good questions to, to go through. And the reason being is sleep, um, problems or issues the major cause of them is stress. So what we just went through is to try and eliminate some stress in your life by going through those questions and seeing how you can make some shifts and changes and transform some areas of your life, which will directly um, affect your sleep, even though it doesn't seem like it, it will help you with a better night's sleep. So here's a list of some sleep, sleep hacks that I've used. And they may help you. So meditation, that's a really good way to to handle stress. And as we mentioned, stress is a huge, huge factor in, in having crappy night's sleep. So meditate first thing in the morning, try for 20 minutes, and then um, a second time, maybe late afternoon or early evening for 20 minutes. One thing to note is not a good thing to do is meditate while you're in bed, because the reason for that is even though it sounds like it is a great idea when you're meditating, um, you, sometimes you won't fall asleep because you're actually still in, um, in a state where your brain's somewhat active, not in the sleep state, but just above the sleep state. I think it's the theta state. So try and find a place to meditate. That's not in your bedroom. And one of the other hacks is when you're in your bedroom and your bed, just stick to sleeping. Don't watch TV or do activities that are stimulating. Maybe, you know, if your sex and sleep is the two activities you may want to just stick to for your bed. And another sleep hack is is breath work. Um, Try and do five minutes in the morning, maybe before you meditate, and then another five or 10 minutes um, before you meditate in the uh, afternoon or early evening. You can also do some really calm, slow belly breathing um, before bed. That basically is just putting your hands on your stomach and breathing in through your nose and filling up your stomach like a balloon and then Slowly release your breath through your mouth and emptying your stomach so it goes flat. So that's a pretty easy thing to do. It's called belly breathing. Some people call it soft belly breathing. And it's really good for calming the vagus nerve, which affects, is the longest nerve in the body that goes directly from the top of the, the bottom of the brain down to your, um, your sacrum. So um, get lots of fresh air during the day. A lot of us are inside working behind screens way too much. Uh, my mom always used to tell me if I didn't get a good night's sleep, I didn't get enough fresh air during the day, and you know mums are always right and they know best. Um, give up caffeine and sugar if you can. If you can't, um, if you need to have coffee in the morning, fine. But try and not have try to avoid caffeine um, or teas with caffeine in them at night. Um, try to turn off your screens, your phone, and your TV by 8 p.m. That um, that can really Play havoc on our brains. I think they just did a new study at Harvard, and they showed that screens um, close to bedtime uh, mimic even having a cup of coffee. Believe it or not. So, and television. If you are watching TV before eight, try and watch something that's not so violent or even dramatic. Um, my wife and I find when we watch something, even it's a, even if it's a dramatic movie, um, we our brains take on that. Take in that information, and at late at night we have to process that information, and we are usually processing 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 it when we go to bed. So, try and not watch things that are too um, that, that get your that are causing too much um, stimulation in our uh, in our brains. One of the things that I do now that really seems to work is watching something funny on TV. When you have a really deep belly bath uh, belly laugh, it, it changes your physiology. You can feel it yourself. You know, if, try and uh, watch something funny and just watch how your body responds versus say watching something violent. Usually if it's violent or really dramatic, we're holding our breath. And if it's really funny, we're, our breasts moving, um, uh, freely from our, from our lower abdomen. Cause we're, that's where a lot of the laughter, uh, hits us is, is in the lower abdomen. So we're breathing deeply and, and that relaxes us. So I like to watch, um, a comedy, if it's a movie or a stand-up comedian, that really makes that some someone that really makes me laugh, I notice is having a huge impact on how I feel the next day. Not only calmer, but also a, a better night's sleep. And one thing that really helps me too, if I have a lot a lot of things happening in my um in my day, I'll try and write out the night before a to-do list so I'm not thinking about all the things I need to do. Um, that really has helped me too because sometimes we go to bed and we're like, oh man, I got so much to do the next day. And we think about that in the middle of the night because we're, we're kind of stressing about the, the, the next day. So writing out all your um, activities for the next day can, can be helpful. Um, another one for my mom, she always used to tell me to empty your pockets at night, um, meaning whatever is on your mind, just let it go. Write it down. And that goes to the next point, which is journaling. Um, write out how your day went, um, what bothered you, what was positive. And even write out three things that you're grateful for. Um, it can be something simple, just like your health or your, you have a roof over your head or you have a loving um, spouse. And dinners. Try and eat um, lighter meals. Um, I try. I find if I have a heavier lunch and a lighter dinner, that sets me up for a better night's sleep because I'm not having to digest a bunch of food uh, late at night. Um, another thing... Um, You can try um, if you're having, sometimes if I'm having a few nights sleep that are not the best, I'll try and interrupt that with some supplements. Um, Chamomile tea is a great tea to have, uh, melatonin, and there's a product I love from AOR called OrthoSleep. I link um, to that product on the written blog post on the website. Um, That's got all the herbs that help with sleep, like it even has melatonin, it even has chamomile it has skull cap, all the things, um, all the independent herbs that people tell you to take for insomnia. These, this supplement ortho sleep has them all in one. So I find that really knocks me out and it's not something you would take regularly, but if you take it for, you know, two or three nights in a row and it gets you back sleeping, then that's an awesome, um, awesome way to break up some insomnia. And another one that I like is to make sure my bedroom is completely dark. Um, if you have any light coming in that can affect our sleep and sheets. Um, I find if I have heavy thick sheets or even when I'm traveling the hotel sheets, I I can't stand. Uh, my favorite sheets now are bamboo. I find bamboo keep me cool. And a lot of times insomnia studies show that the reason people aren't sleeping good is because their body temperature, um, fluctuates so much and that can wake them up. So, you know, sometimes you can wake up really hot or even really cold. So trying to find um, some sheets that that work for you. Some people like cotton, some people like nylon, whatever. But for me, I love the bamboo. And then air circulation. When I travel, I only will stay in hotels that have windows that open because I find if I don't have fresh air coming in um, towards my face that I I find it very um, stifling. Like I can't seem to I don't seem to sleep as good when I can't open the windows. Windows, And that's a challenge in Las Vegas because they don't open windows. But <laughs> um, even there, I found a hotel that, op- that um, I found a courtyard by Marriott that had a balcony that I could have the window open. So for me, that's really important. Even if it's cold, I'll open the window just to crack. Um, and that's about it. Um, I also share a really, um, really good morning routine and an evening routine in my, uh, in, on the blog section. So you can check those out as well. They maybe repeat some of these things, but they list some things that can help you with your sleep. So I hope this helped and I hope this helped you. And I hope you, um, this will promote a better night's sleep for you and we'll see you next time. And you can read about this in more detail at awake